Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and, and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back, you know. And it's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out. But I just, I don't. I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. But... You know, we just just didn't work out. Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. That's the voice of Dan Campbell. And uh, he is the head coach of the Detroit Lions. And he has no regrets about uh, a couple of fourth downs that failed as opposed to picking up uh, potential points on field goals. Long field goals, but not outrageous. Well, 48 yards the, is not 56. The 48-yarder would have yeah. tied the game and stopped the bleeding. In the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. When they weren't scoring. And points. I understand the other one, I mean, it was a drop by Reynolds, and maybe mm-hmm. it was a good call. And, and, and Dan, He was awful. Yeah, he was. He just didn't come through for them. You know, you talk about a guy typically you count on, but that was not somebody that came through. Josh Reynolds let the Lions down yesterday. And I think Dan Campbell, it's difficult because people who say that the Lions would not have been at that stage without Dan Campbell coaching this team the way that he coached this team, all gas, no breaks, and all all the ways and following his instincts and the gut, right? I get it. But I just don't think that in, in that context, every decision is different. And tying the game at that stage felt like the right thing, even though the analytics may have dictated otherwise. So you can it's a, it's a fair debate, but if you don't have a kicker that you trust for 48-yard field goal in ideal conditions with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, mm. what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, they, they um, I don't I don't know how you come out of that game feeling like Detroit gave it their best effort. They gave it their best shot. You came out of the game feeling like, man, you know, they dropped some passes in key moments. And you mentioned Josh Reynolds. What a disaster. Mm-hmm. The, he dropped a pass that that would have converted. And instead, you're walking off the field. That, that was just terrible. He had two really bad drops uh, at important times in the game. 
and then you came out of that game feeling like the coach made the wrong decision. I, I mean, he, he says I'm going to be under scrutiny. Um, let me tell you something. It felt like uh, mistakes were what got them, and they had a 17-point lead, and then they fell apart. They they lost their composure. Were outcoached, and they it's were hard to come out of that with as much respect as the 49ers deserve. And they may have the most complete team in the NFL, and we they may have had the most complete team in the NFL all season long, mm. and they may indeed win the Super Bowl. But with due respect to the San Francisco 49ers, you come out of the NFC Championship game feeling like Detroit lost it more than San Francisco won it yeah. because they had the lead, they had the opportunity to tie the game, they had the chances down the stretch, and they let it get away. And yeah. that's going to be difficult for the Lions to live with this offseason. Because you look at it half empty, glass half empty. Packers are the youngest team in the division. They're getting better. Jordan Love's going to ascend. You do look at the Bears and maybe feel like, well, even though they're far away now, what if they do draft a quarterback that does for them what Mahomes has done for the Chiefs? Yeah, I think I think that's legitimate. I mean, you could argue that if they were to trade down, somehow wind up with uh, – with, um, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. Talking about the Bears now? I, yes, somebody else. Yesterday I, I, didn't saying, do anything for the argument except for underscore how impactful an elite quarterback can be on your franchise. Listen, if you get an elite quarterback, and if, if indeed you do that, then you can expect what we've seen. I mean, if you can get a guy who can raise the level of his team like Mahomes, and that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. They are not a good enough team. They should not have won the game against Baltimore. But when you when you look at the the storylines and the plots going in, the guy, the two guys that were under the most pressure, in my opinion, were the were the quarterbacks of the team that lost a game and the team that won a game. I think we were looking at Lamar Jackson, and now here's the big stage. What are you going to do? How good? You can be as good as you want to be. How good can you be in this moment? Right. And then you then you looked at Brock Purdy, and you said you didn't really play well against uh, the Packers. You kind of got away with one. Are you willing to step up and be the guy that can bring his team to the Super Bowl? In fairness to him, he did come back in the fourth quarter in two games. But – that, that that that's it though, Molly. I mean, but was you're right. it him? No, you have to give him credit against the yes. Packers. Yes. he played poorly for two and a half he quarters. Was bad, good down the stretch against uh, against the Lions in the first half. I think he was shaky. We kidded about 49er fans googling Kirk Cousins at halftime. Yes, because of the expectation that if they lose this game, they're moving on. Right, and then Purdy made plays when he had to. He got a, a few breaks. He got the bounce off the face mask and that the IU play. That was a huge – what a break. But let's face it, too. He also – he read the defenses well enough, and when they went to man coverage and the protection and pocket yep. broke down – And he saw backs to him. He made he, plays he with his feet. He yep. had 51 yards rushing. Ridiculous. Who would have thought that Brock Purdy would have more rushing yards – 48, excuse me, 48 yards rushing. Was that more than Lamar Jackson had? I think so. Who'd have yeah. thought that would happen on Championship Sunday? Yeah, it, it, you know, you need you need a multiplier at that position, and I think that um, Lamar Jackson can be that and has been that, 
and they had an incredible record against winning teams and all that. But you got to be able to raise the level of your game in the toughest moments. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, and it is unfortunate, they had too many takeaways against them, right? They gave the ball away too often, one on the goal line. And I, you're right, it was really good defense, but it was also, God, it was, it was just so flukish that you fumble on the goal line. And I know the ball was knocked out of his hands, and I, I know it was the right call. Play. It was. And then the interception, and the interception, someone said, isn't that a P.I.? Because it looked like the back guy hit the receiver. The ball never made it there. He couldn't have the, – the receiver, regardless of whether he was touching – It was yeah, a good it was no a call. Great, yeah. It was a great no call. It yeah. was a great catch in I, front of the player. So those plays – and, they, you know, he also fumbled once, which was a really good – the guy slaps his arm, the ball fumble. comes out. It and happens. He didn't Carl sense Loftus the pressure. Jumps on it. No, but I think he didn't that feel the pressure. It's hard to blame him. He no, I don't blame him. Lamar Jackson at 54 yards rushing, Brock Purdy 48, closer than you would have expected going in. Lamar Jackson didn't make enough plays down the stretch, but I don't look at what Lamar Jackson was unable to do against a chief defense that was really very good and rose to the occasion. I don't – I don't – look at that having any impact on what we're talking about in terms of the Bears quarterback situation Mm -hmm. and what it means for Justin Fields and how far you can go with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. He's going to be the MVP for a reason. He is a he is in a different class. He's at a different stage and level of his career than than Justin Fields. But but I do think it's interesting to look at the the Purdy reality in San Francisco because he may have – I mean, well, how is he going to play in the Super Bowl against this chief defense that made Lamar Jackson really look flummoxed at times? It's incredible. I, I don't know, but maybe he's had his bad games. Maybe he can step up, and wouldn't that be something? Brock Purdy, Super Bowl MVP? Uh, I mean, it's certainly – I mean, he's in the game. It's, it's feasible. It's feasible. But I would bet on the other guy if well, I was wagering. No I, you, you get bad money on it, don't get me wrong. Uh, um, I, Listen – Brock Purdy needs to be able to play better. As simple as that. If he had played better earlier in the game, that would have been a huge deal. They, they, David Montgomery had almost a hundred yards in that game. The Lions, what, what they had like, they, they were, they had so many yards and they had so many bigger plays, and then they stopped playing. It was like they were trying to protect the lead instead of trying to win the game. They got a little careful. They got a little I, careful. I think they got a little careful. And then, and then they're down 10, and they got desperate, and they score a touchdown. And then you're sitting there, and, and I, I'm with my family, and we're talking about the game, and they're like, what are the rules? You know, it, can you get it on an outside kick? And I'm like, it, it, the impossible part of it now, people rarely get onside kicks. But now they know it's coming. It wasn't a bad onside kick either. It wasn't a bad one. It was closer than I thought it would be. But the guy hit the ball before 10 yeah, yards. Right. And, yeah, like I, and I was saying, you got to let it go 10 yards really hard to time that up. That's where the why. the ball's coming down. It was a great onside kick. When you talk about miscues and coaching judgment, Dan Campbell calling the, the running play, uh, or the Lions calling the running play on third down, calling the timeout because they needed it, not having the timeout, Force them to try the onside kick rather than work the clock. I thought that was a, that was exact, another exact another, a yeah. game man, game management issue that came up. That with Dan Campbell, frankly, you feared. Great coach in terms of getting the mindset and the mentality what you want it to be. But there were a couple play, places yesterday where you thought, okay, what's going on here? 
Yeah, we kind of undersold or undervalued the experience factor, and it became a huge storyline. So, you know, the two quarterbacks with the most expectation, one guy played good enough to win the game, and the other guy didn't. We'll see what happens moving forward. 312-644-6767. We're going to come right back with your calls. Mully and Hall on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's a lesson learned, and look, I told those guys, this may have been always shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware, and it'll be... It's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's, that's the reality. And if we don't have the same hunger and the same work, which is a whole other thing, once we get the offseason, then we got no shot of getting back here. I don't care how much better we get or what we add or what we drive. It's irrelevant. It's going to be tough. Everybody in our division is going to be loaded back up, and uh, you know, you're not hiding from anybody anymore. Everybody's going to want a piece of you. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. That is Dan Campbell. And remember, his team opened up the season. They went into Arrowhead yeah. and won a game. They they won some big games. They, they were did. dominant in the division. They were great. And they kind of, uh, you know, I, they fell apart a little bit. The Bears yeah. weirdly match up with they them. They did. Really match up well with them. He's been listening to, to too much Eminem. Oh, boy. You don't have one shot. Well, you can't sound like that after you lose that game. You got more than one. You're going to be back. We're going to be back. We're going to learn from this. We are ready to stay on top of the division. We're ready to be here every year. We're going to go to the Super Bowl next time. That's what I want to hear from the guy who is Mr. Feel Good. Well, I, I don't mean, want to hear like, oh, we got one. This was our shot, guys. We're not coming back. But what he's saying is, I have no regrets about passing on field goals. <laughs> yes, I guess that's we what he's saying. We didn't need the points. I, he's wrong there, too. And by the way, uh, we may never get back here in the whole <laughs> damn thing. I may have. Oh, man. I don't regret it, but I may have blown our only shot. Really surprised <laughs> to take that tack after that game. Yeah, it was weird. Because you go to all sorts of examples throughout the NFL, even recently. Look, 85 was set up by the loss of 84. Right? In Chicago. Oh, yeah. They learned from that. They didn't say, well, we'll never be back here. No, they, they left that moment, and that framed what was going to happen the next season. And I'm surprised that he didn't go that route. Like remember, Cam- remember Walter Payton on the sidelines as they're losing that game, and it, it's, he's gutted his whole career. He knows he missed his chance for the Super Bowl. Then they came back the next they year, came back. and they rolled everyone over, and they, we're, at, we're at the Super Bowl like – 
Why not give Walter his touchdown? I mean, it was it was so ridiculous. Thought, the turn. So that would be the the way you approach it. I thought that well, Detroit a, Ditka would go that route. Detroit Ditka is a hugely emotional fella, and I'm sure that that what we listen to there, the dichotomy between the two thoughts, it kind of underscores what an emotional person he is. The ups and downs yeah. that he went through in the post game. We. We're not going to be back. This is so hard to get there. But yeah. you know what? I'm saying that because I want everyone to work hard because I yes. love you guys. And yeah. The division's going to get better. <laughs> it was all over the and place. And they're all coming after us. And everybody knows us. We're a target. But we're going to get better, too. But like, we can't do this. I, it's so hard. We can't do this. It's just a guy. You're, like, basically going through a therapy session. 312-644-6767. Let's try mm-hmm. Matthew. And uh, he's listening on the Odyssey app. Hey, Matthew. Hey, guys. Love this show. Long-time listener. And uh, I grew up a Chicago Bears fan. Bears. Uh, now I'm in Ann Arbor. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a silly question. But uh, I was sort of curious about your thoughts on near the end of the game, knowing the Lions had to score twice. Mm. You know, what's the thing about not for, or, you know, maybe they should have gone for a field goal earlier in the drive rather than trying to go for the touchdown. Um, then knowing yeah. that they were up against I, the I understand that logic because yeah. they also would have preserved the timeouts. It's a big risk, though. I think yeah, it's a bigger I, risk than maybe scoring the touchdown and reducing it to a field goal. Yeah, they reduced it to a field goal, and then they needed to win the onside kick as opposed to reducing it to what? To to um, well, you need a touchdown, seven? but you would have had a timeout left. Yeah, but you, I mean, I, I don't, they, I don't encourage that. Yeah. I think it's something you consider, but I think you talk yourself out of. If you bet on that game. Are you not pleased that they scored the touchdown? If you if you had them, yeah. they covered, right. right? That was a win for the Lions. They were, what, uh, seven-point dogs, six-and-a-half-point dogs, Dustin? Is that what it was? And they lost by three. So they won. So if they had gone for three there, how would you feel if you were gambling a on A lot differently game? this morning. Yeah. You lose the game by I'm sure seven. It, I'm sure it crossed their mind, though. I don't think that – their well, mind, not the gambling no, part no. of it, but just yeah. taking the points and then preserving the timeout so you have more time than for your final last-ditch drive. Tony is in Wonder Lake. Hey, Tony. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You, you kind of stole some of my thunder in the last segment, but, you know, just the, I don't know, the indecision he had coming up after the, after the second half started, he kind of went against his own game plan but then referred right back to it when the chips were really on the table. If you looked at the broadcast and you saw the reaction of that field goal kicker after they decided not to tie the game, that guy looked as deflated as you can possibly be. And I think Dan Campbell, his reaction after the game was because he had that misunderstanding in his head as to what situation called for what type of reaction. It's just, it's devastating for them. And, you know, I think they'll be back next year, but, you know, he's going to have to go to some coaching 101 to figure out how to handle these situations because I have a couple of friends that are diehards because our company is based in Michigan, and they're here now. And I explained to them, you know, if this guy's gunslinger attitude goes into the playoffs like this, he's not going to fare very well against a guy like Shanahan. It was just he got totally outcoached. Terrible. Thanks, guys. I agree, Tony. That's a great point. I don't know about next year with the Lions, Mully. I think they will have talent. I think they'll draft well. But I don't know if this experience is going to be a net positive or negative for them because 
they are a team that you're going to think they're, they're losing their brain power. And Ben Johnson leaving is going to have a big impact. He's interviewing again for both the jobs that are open. I think he already interviewed in Washington. Has he interviewed in Seattle already? He's interviewing again, and so is the Ravens. Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald. Uh, yep. Ben Johnson looks like if he's the guy in Washington, the way that a lot of reports in Detroit indicate, what do they do for that job? And how much different will that offense look with somebody else calling the plays? You know, the, this is an offense that's innovative. They're putting tackles in motion. Yes. Panay Sewell is a receiver on some third downs. He was an eligible receiver. He thought they were going to throw It's it. crazy. I know. It's imaginative. It's yeah. effective, and it's good. Right. That was crazy. And he's though. gone. He, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, there's that. We got Ross Tucker joining us next. Did a great job uh, on the broadcast, and we'll uh, pick apart the game and find out what Ross thought of everything that happened. Mully and Hahn is Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.